it's all about? Do you know why we're here? To be out. This is out. And out is one of the single most enjoyable experiences of life. People, you know how many people talk about we should go out? This is what they're talking about. This whole thing, we're all out now. No one is home. Not one person here is home. We're all out. There are people trying to find us. They don't know where we are. Did you read? I can't find him. Where did he go? He didn't tell me where he was going. He must have gone out. You want to go out. You get ready. You pick out the clothes, right? You take the shower, get all ready. Get the cash, get your friends, the car, the spot, the reservation. Then you stand around. What do you do? You go, we got to be getting back. <laughs> Once you're out, you want to get back. You want to go to sleep. You want to get up. You want to go out again tomorrow, right? Wherever you are in life, it's my feeling you've got to go. Well, every time you come on over, I just want to listen. I know you got some issues, and I know that you just miss him. I got a fever just to see you feeling like a stalker. And didn't know I'm really good at making you feel awkward. That's the nature of humans, too, because like we're at home and we're like, fuck, I just want to go out. I'm inside all day. And then as soon as we're out and, you know, we're about and we're like at a party or something, we're like, all right, what time? I, I need to go home. I got to get back home. I'm tired of being here. I don't think that's all humans. I think it's just introverts. <laughs> it's just <laughs> us. <laughs> so do you because I know you want to talk about like your introverted breakdown. or Oh, something. my God. OK. So this happened two days ago, Friday. One of my friends, um, we'll call her Lachelle. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I don't think I'm hiding her real name that well, but no, no. <laughs> anyway, um, she's she was throwing a birthday party for mm-hmm. herself. Um, it seemed like a, a party seemed like it was going to be fun. It was going to be a backyard party with a moon bounce and party hats. Oh, nice. And yeah, but. She she is a super extrovert, the extroverted type. Yeah. And she is the type of girl who most of her friends are dudes over girls. So, like, as my brother was putting it, like, the, the penis to vagina ratio was completely uneven for this party. <laughs> <laughs> and most of the people going to her party were, like, girls who were dating people already. And most mm. of the dudes were kind of like the typical um, SGV sideways baseball hat kind of type person. Uh-huh. Which is not really from like my kind of world, and I don't know. I start, I was not I was not really looking forward to going to the party all week, even though I should have. It's just because I haven't been to a party where I've been out of my element for so long. Usually, it's usually when I you know been to parties it's around people who are a mo- little bit more like minded like me. Mm-hmm. So first of all, I decide, all right, well, I'm just gonna go to the party late because I wanted to do something else that night. Because that night there was um the Little Tokyo movie night. Mm. Which that went awesome because the guy who who throws a little Tokyo movie night, he's like he he calls me a regular now, even though I've only been there twice. But that was my <laughs> only second time. But it was awesome. We saw we saw a Japanese movie, uh, Twilight Samurai. It was cool. And once that was over, I was like, Okay, well, I, I hung out for a little bit after the movie and I was like, All right, I guess I'm gonna go to the party. So I get back to West Covina from leaving downtown and at this time it's around midnight. Wow. And I'm riding my bike to her house. And so I ride, I ride, and, and I finally get there. And as I get there, I could see, I could hear like rap music blasting from her house. And I'm just like, fuck. And I'm like, I don't want to be here. I already hear the rap music. It's like, no, 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 no. It's like, you know, I was like, you know, fuck this. I'm literally at the door and I just turn around and I start riding home. <laughs> My brother's at that party. And so I text him and I'm just like, you know what? I got lost. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know where I am. So yeah, I'm going to go home. And he's like, okay. So I go home. I end up Netflixing the X-Files and eating leftover Chinese food. And it was actually, I was fine with that. It was a pretty chill night. Mm-hmm. But fuck, that anxiety. Like I was just, I was even thinking like, oh, Paige went on that junk boat where she didn't know anyone and she was totally cool. But then no, I was, did you not the, hear how uncool I, I was freaking out yeah, inside? But you said, oh, or in the podcast, you were saying, yeah, good time. I was chilling out, you know, eating buffet food and drinking. No, but the, before that, I had a whole spiel about how I just was having this mental breakdown and I just didn't talk to anyone and just kind of stood with my back to people for 30 minutes. Did you forget <laughs> about that part? <laughs> Maybe. Well, you know, when you're like in your worst situation, you just think of how everyone does it better. You just think, 
you just think how everyone is better than you. That's <laughs> right. Like when you're, yes, you, when you feel shit, you, you don't, yeah. you, you forget people go through the same stuff. Yeah. So I'm just like, yeah, I'm, I'm feeling super awkward. And I was like, you know what? It's not worth it. I don't want to be here. And so I just, yeah, I go home. It's, I end up having a chill night. Um, well, my, my brother ends up saying the party was okay. I don't think I missed the epic bash of the year. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I took a couple of steps back. But I, th- I felt like mm-hmm. uh, a contributing factor to this was now that I'm living in a place with people that I have less time to be charged now because I'm around people all the yeah. time. As I was going home that night on Friday, I was like thinking like, why? Like before I would charge into situations and now like I'm like, fuck this. Bye. What do you think? When you were living in Hong Kong, I realized you had a lot of you time. Like, so many times you've declined to go out, hang out with me and other people. Not in a, like, I was, like, pissed off. I was like, oh, like, you really, I, I want to say built a wall, but that's not the word I'm looking for. Like, because I want to say you really gave yourself your own space. You carved out your own space, you know? And it was easier because you lived by yourself. And I would say that Hong Kong, like one of the major differences between the U.S. and Hong Kong for me is that in the U.S., people value extroverts more. Like that's almost like a fact. Like growing up, I always thought there was something wrong with me because I wasn't outgoing enough. I wasn't this enough, etc. Even with like other like fellow Americans, they kind of I notice they're the ones when I tell them I'm introvert, they kind of are like, oh, like as if I just told them that I had like a disease or something. Like they feel bad <laughs> for me. And um, I, in Hong Kong, I mean, if you just notice the people, everyone, they need their own space. You know, so I think people here really respect personal space, like because they don't have it themselves. And so I feel like it's really easy to be an introvert in Hong Kong. It's so easy. Like you could literally not see people through. For, like, the whole weekend if you wanted to. It's so easy. And then it's so easy to just, like, not stay out for a long time, you know? I don't know. Because it's like, oh, you have to catch the MTR or whatever. It's just easy to leave. There's, like, exit strategies and stuff like that. So I feel like maybe a huge part, too, in addition to not having your own recharging time, is that parties are bigger in the States because there's more room to host house parties like or maybe i'm just not cool enough i didn't get invited to any like big house party in hong kong but i'm just like how big can a house party get here you know like oh no see that's know. true i know I, that was one of the things too i was like thinking like wow this party's gonna have like 30 plus people i yeah, can't I, w- I can't do this no and, and plus it was like one where i where i only knew the hostess and that's pretty yeah. much it i was like and then i already knew like everyone else like you know there's some parties where you go to where yeah. you like you kind of know it's going to be full of people that are, are either similar to you or have the same interests so you're kind of like looking forward to like diving in and meeting new people yeah, like, yeah, yeah. i mean like yeah like we've been to parties before like, and i felt like oh it's gonna be full of cool people probably so i'm gonna have i'm gonna like just be talking to random people i don't i don't i'm excited this one i already knew like it's not these are gonna be not my kind of people like i'm probably gonna be super j mode and i'm just not gonna want to be fr- i know i'm not gonna be want to be friends with any of these people or i'm gonna be super awkward uh and um and with 30 people like that, I was like, no, no, I don't, I don't, <laughs> I'm not interested. At the same time, I got a last minute invite to another event. And this time it was with, it was with a cool person, but it was like her and her friends I've never met. And so I like lingered after work because I was just like, oh my God, I don't know. Like, what do I do? I was like having like, a mini panic attack. Like, what do I do? What do I do? Do I do this thing? Am I being antisocial? Like, am I just being like paranoid, blah, blah, blah. And in the end, I was like, you know what? I want to have a really awesome friday so i'm just gonna do what i want so i got pizza and then i went home (laughs) and then i like decorated my room and i had like a great friday (laughs) (laughs) um so we pretty much had the same thing i think there's just a difference because there's like been times where i've been like kind of feeling anxiety about going to an event i i wanted to go bad enough that i would just force myself to go and then i'd be like you know what I don't regret this. It was worth it. But I feel like those are for situations where you know you really want to go bad yeah. enough. And like these situations where like, you know what? We just don't want to go. Like, so, and, and if I do, I'll, I'll be forcing myself. Actually, another reason what pushed me to not go to these things on Friday was first of all, they were kind of last minute. For me, if it's a big event, if you tell me the day of, that's kind of last minute. And also, I on Saturday and Sunday, I was hanging out with people already. So I was like, okay, basically this Friday evening will be my only chance of a nice alone time for myself. Because starting Saturday to Sunday, I'm basically, I'm like hanging out with people all day. So that was another incentive to be like, do you want to like drain yourself completely 
on Friday. Or, you know, have a great Friday evening and then save up all their energy and spend it with, like, you know, your friends and stuff. And you'll, you'll, yeah, you'll be, do, you'll be doing the weekend you want yeah. to do. And, oh, sorry. Uh, yeah, I'd be like, yeah, same thing here. Like, that party night, I already had a full night pretty much. It was already yeah. after midnight. So I was like, you know what? I'm yeah, good. Yeah, that's so late. That's really late <laughs> for me to, like, to socialize in a huge, like, unless I was, like, pissed drunk. That's, like, not happening, you know? Wait, you think that's late? Especially in Hong Kong? I feel like in Hong Kong, midnight is not nothing at all. I think it's, to me, it's late if I don't want to, if I don't want to do something. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> if it's like an event I really want to go to, it's like, yeah, no matter what time, I will be there. But if it's like an event I don't really want to do, I'm like, wow, midnight. I'd rather be like, just at home, you know, <laughs> on the computer. Um, but I actually want to mention, so recently I met some people where they were like exactly my kind of people. And this, so this was like, was it two weekends ago? I hung out with my friend. Um, I'll call, I'll call her. Um, Mo. I'll call her Mo. <laughs> Mo. Yeah. I'm imagining the bartender from The Simpsons. Okay, I'll call her. <laughs> That's okay. A, a female version of Mo. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'll call wow, her. Wow. She. Okay, but she's pro- hopefully she's more of a looker than what I'm imagining. Yes. Okay. Fine. I just what rhymes with. Um. Bo. Mo. Flo. I'll call her Flo. Actually, Fl- Flo really works for her. Flo is a real name. Yeah, so. Flo is a good name for her, actually. Okay, so so my friend, so like, was it two weekends ago, I hung, so it was that whole event where I was hanging out with derby friends, and we were at the bar, and I was kind of not being really social. I was kind of uncomfortable, but I was like, you know, trying to be there, but I wasn't. And then Flo was like, hey, let's come back to my apartment, and then that's when we got super drunk, and we just talked to the night, and it was just her... Me, her husband, and another one of our friends. And that, to me, like, for me, four people is, like, the perfect amount. It's, like, to me, it's, like, a full group. But anyway, so, like, so I've been, so I think because of that night, and also we have, like, similar aesthetics and stuff, I was, like, oh, she seems really cool. Like, want to get to know her more and stuff. And I did notice that most of her activities that she would invite us to is, like, oh, do you want to come to my house and have a drink? And to me, that's, like, the best, right? Go to someone's house, <laughs> just drink, and, like, talk, and that's it. And so we, actually, We've done that before, where we go to a friend's house and drink, and we end up being there till like, dawn. Like, those yeah. last forever. And that's, like, to me, that's the best hangout. So, so like, earlier the week, she, she was like, hey, guys, do you want to come over to my place for a drink? And I was like, yeah, I'll come. And later she texted me and was like, hey, most, a lot of people can't come, so do you want to go to the arcades instead? And I was like... Oh, wow. I was like, I haven't been to arcade in, like, forever. So I was like, yeah. And so um, we went to Langham Place, and then we got some food. And then we ended up doing some spontaneous, like, shopping because I found out my favorite brand, like, had a pop-up store or whatever. So I went crazy. Oh, and I bought these, like, these Pokemon nano blocks that I'm so excited to build. Anyways. And then we went to the arcades, and we just, like, played a bunch of games. And I think we spent maybe an hour there. And it was just like a really fun night. And actually, I was, it was the first time I played like those shooting games with zombies because I used to be so scared of those. But what, actually, what, I wasn't shit. Huh? Was it House of the Dead Part 2? Yeah, to part, part 4, actually. Oh, fuck oh, yeah. And actually, so in the first shooting game I played was Rambo. And actually, I was the one who like stayed, I was like, I survived longer. I was like, whoa. Was so like, you were oh. Sylvester Stallone. You're like one of your favorite actors. You're, yeah. You were him. <laughs> and so I, I had a really fun night. And then, um, so I was like, okay. So the next day, my friend, it was Alice. Well, that day was Alice's birthday, but she had planned to go hiking with me. And so I invited Flo and her husband. And so today we did um, the the Tai Long Wan hike. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, my God, man. I, it killed me. I almost cried. I was so tired and, like, not into the hike. But the beach was awesome and stuff. But it was just another one of the things where it's just, like, the four of us just talking. And it was just, like, hiking and just kind of no napping and it was, just, it was like really just like four people you know and i noticed that like i've actually been hanging out with her pretty consistently i might hang out with her on tuesdays so i was like maybe it's not that like it's, it's not like i don't like other people so i don't want to hang out with them but because they're more into these like they want to invite more people to their things like have bigger parties for me like i'm, I'm almost like i can i have to first of all work my way up i have to save enough energy to attend one of your gatherings versus the other friends where it's only, I know it's just going to be the three of us or four of us. Then I don't have to conserve so much energy and I just like kind of go and, you know, hang out and stuff. 
And do you feel when you like go to an event, especially if it's your thing that you started and you invite too many people, you have this responsibility to take care of all the people. So like usually if it's like you invite like eight or nine people to this thing, you, you feel like this pressure to like, you know, check up on all of them every couple of minutes. Like, hey, what's up? You know, talk to talk to everyone. You know, when we'd hang out and I'd invite other people, I would never invite too many people. I'd kind of keep it small. The only times I've ever invited a lot of people to a thing, usually if I'm taking friends to go see like the room or something. Yeah, because we're all just going to go see something. Yeah, but then I invite like pretty much everyone who I think would like it. And but then I invite too many people and we're all trying to take up the same row together. And then I feel like I have to talk to everybody. And like it's it's usually fine, but I always feel the extra like that extra pitch of pressure. Like, yeah, no, actually oh. I feel the same way. I think that's why my birthday this year was very hard for me to deal with because the previous years – okay, so like I, I probably mentioned this before, but in all my like past birthdays of my life, when I basically started celebrating my birthday with parties and stuff, I invited the same seven people. It was so easy. I was like, yeah, you seven, you're coming to my birthday. And it was always them and it was fine. And, and sometimes they would bring – and actually when they used to bring other people, I'd get really like kind of freaked out because I'm like, oh, no, I'll have to – adjust myself or whatever um i think and there were moments where i kind of got kind of used to or i was okay with it but so when i moved here it was hard because um i didn't know any i i didn't want to spend my birthday i'd like to spend my birthday with i like one day where it's by myself and then I like one day with friends so since i always had friends around it was kind of it was like harder for me to invite people but i would say the first two years like or the first year was like like people didn't really know and the second year, it was, it was, a, actually, if everyone had, like, okay, the only reason I got pissed off was because of the, uh, like, the people bailing, and we had to cover their fee, kind of, for karaoke. But other than that, it was, like, I invited, like, five people. That was a good amount for me. Mm-hmm. And I think this year, I realized I'd made more friends, and then I wanted to invite everyone, but I was like, but that's a lot of people. And it was, what, like, nine people? I was already like, that's a lot of people, you know? And so um, that's why I just – I got really indecisive and I didn't know who to invite and what to do. Like, how do I – you know, like, social circles, like, blah, blah, blah. So that freaked me out. In the end, it worked out fine. But at one point, yeah, I think the reason why I – it was – I just couldn't plan it was because I was faced with this decision of who to invite. And I, I was so freaked out about making a Facebook event because I was – I remember I threw so many times I started the event – and I would pull up the invitation list and start clicking and then freak out and delete the event. Like, I did it, like, three times. Really? Delete. I didn't know about yeah. that. Yeah, because I was just like, who do I invite? But I don't really want to invite this person. But I should because if I didn't invite them and they saw, blah, 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 blah. So that basically <sighs> I remember what- that. I remember you were overthinking, like, who to invite. And then you were like, oh, God, this person's going to be depressed. Oh, should I invite this person? I yeah. Know. And in the end, it was just kind of a poorly planned last-minute thing that worked out in the end was fine. But – Literally the night before, I was, like, freaking out. And, um, yeah. Now, this week, you messaged me personally saying, I want to talk about my crush this week and just about the thoughts and things that go into it. So, so let's, 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 talk, let's talk about this journey a little bit. Okay, let's talk about the journey, not about the actual crush. <laughs> well, I mean, kind of about the crush, but we, we, you don't want to give away too much about no, the crush. No, I don't want to, yeah. Well, okay. Bobby the, Fisher. Um, Bobby Fisher, my crush on Bobby Fisher. So I'm okay. I'm 27 years old, everyone, <laughs> and I feel like I'm starting to feel like I'm getting a little too old for crushes, and not I'm feeling like, oh no, no, not I'm a little too old for crushes because we get crushes all the time. That's normal, whatever. It's just I feel like I deal with it in a very middle school way, and um, I always think I'm like okay by the time I'm like certain age or a certain like i don't know stage in life i would be i wouldn't react this way and i think i've actually been trying hard to not react like a child about this so i feel like it's getting a little better but i still feel like i don't know i I feel like to people like I, i mean i struggle with dating i struggle with asking people out and stuff and that's probably why most likely why i'm single because i don't I've been t- also been told I look very unapproachable, and um, which I probably do. In public, I probably do because I'm self-conscious, and I don't 
put out the vibes, I guess, is as normal. <laughs> that is as normal, but am I, like, the only one? I don't know. I kinda, no, I'm I, sure I, I'm not. But I kind of just... lo- love approaching crushes in an immature way. Like, I love the whole... Like, all right, I'm with a, I'm gonna, I have a crush on this person, so I'm gonna sit in my room and listen to really angsty music while thinking about her. Okay, that part I'm okay with. I'm actually totally cool with that because it's kind of a little shared moment with yourself, right? But it's when yeah. I see this person, like in person, and I'm just like, I think we like made eye contact this week, and I just like, I think I like my face just turned red. You know, it's just like, I'm, I, you know, and I'm just like, why? Like, why do I do that? Why can't I just be smooth and be like, I don't know, or say something witty? I mean, I can't be witty, but I can be witty. I think when I'm drunk or conf- when I feel confident, I can be witty and stuff. But it's just these moments where I just get caught off guard. I think when we're drunk, we always think we're witty, but we're still not being witty. I think in our mind, but- it totally smoothly, like, <laughs> like, you know, when you're, when you're drunk, you'd be like, uh, you just tell the funniest joke ever. But then in real life, it's just like, rawr, rawr, rawr. Like, you just embarrassed yourself yeah. in public. Last night, and then the next morning, you're like, remember last night? I was this girl, or me, dude, I was so on. And then your friend would be like, uh, about dude. that? Yeah, <laughs> I don't think so. I told myself, once a week, I'm going to try talking to him. Like, say one thing to him, you know? Um, Because... It's really hard to say one thing to him every day. <laughs> so, <laughs> once a week. <laughs> once a week is good enough. And so this week, I didn't really have that opportunity. Do you have a pen I could borrow? Done. <laughs> okay, so I was like, man, I didn't get a chance to talk to him this week. Like, fuck, you know? Like, man, I was, like, really upset. So I was like... And then randomly, spontaneously, he ends up talking to me first. And then, hmm. so I was, like, so, like, over the moon. And I was just like, oh, my God. Like, how do I keep talking to him but like we both had to basically part ways and stuff and so um so i was like okay i can't be creepy and like try to linger and stuff so after we parted ways i like i hope he didn't see this but i like skipped i like skipped merrily like ran across the street but very happily ran and i was just like oh my god like why did i just do that like you know like i mean it's so obvious like i'm not smooth and I don't know. That, that reminds me of a time where, um, so this is like when I was in school, film school, and um, there's this girl that I had a crush on. I really had a crush on her. And um, and it was raining one night, so I had my umbrella out, and I was just kind of just hoping like she'd see me with the umbrella because she didn't have one. <laughs> so she, so she, she sees, so she immediately runs to me, and we were walking like to the front of the school under our umbrella, and she's holding like a pizza box because. Because I, I, I guess we had filmed like, something that day. She took home some of the, le- the leftover pizza. So she's like, Vince, you want some of my pizza? I'm like, yeah. So And this is like our first time talking alone ever. And it, it was awesome. Like, it was, and, I, and my heart was like pounding. And I was just, I was like totally in love at this point. So I was like, yeah. And then like, so we part ways. And I literally, as soon as like she's like down the block, I, I close my umbrella. I just run home, run to the subway. <laughs> run to the subway. <laughs> and I'm like, and I jump up in the air. And I'm like, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I realized how dorky it was. But I was such. I was having such a fucking adrenaline rush because I was like, "It finally happened." That's what happened Fuck to yeah. me. Because we literally talked, like, exchanged like three sentences, and I was like, "Oh my god, glorious moment!" And I was just so happy. So after, so I guess after that, you know, victory laugh, I went home and um. Well, basically, we made plans to hang out, and yeah. I'm just like, okay. <laughs> um, I hope it's cool. <laughs> hope it... I mean, it's just... Okay, so I feel like before, when I would have a crush on a person, I would end up becoming infatuated with that person. And I think I've... I've it's, I mean, I've done this so many times over, like so for so many years. And when you become infatuated, it's actually not good because you... you um. Basically, you project your ideals on you like you're basically creating an ideal version of them. You're putting them on a pedestal. Yeah, that on a pedestal, and because I never talk to pe- that person that much, I just start creating. And I mean, I have a great imagination, so I start to create almost like a little mini version of that person in my head, and that becomes. And then, so I already have this ideal version of him, assuming he's like this. 
and then you get to know them and they're not and you're like fuck i don't i already but i'm already so in love with you and you're an asshole but what do i do like that kind of happens i can't go I, back now this like, is it i'm already in yeah and it's just because my brain because i have a really i feel like my mind is very my mental strength is very strong i think people who like I, um i get you know paranoid often and stuff and i get i have a lot of fears i feel like if you have that you have a really strong mind to kind of create these imaginative things you know and yeah. um i've done this so many times and i feel like this past summer it was like an extremely condensed but highly concentrated version of that with tinder to me I'm, I'm always kind of annoyed by it because it's like i let these tinder guys kind of like fuck me up a little bit and stuff but i feel like because of that i'm like all right like with this person i mean obviously i I think about who he might be or whatever but i'm also very aware that i don't know this guy at all and the whole point that the reason why we need to hang out is so i can hurry up get more screen this person yeah get more information from this person so i can kind of replace whatever thoughts are you know like kind of be like okay this is a real person and then be like, do I like him now? You know, like, is he cool still or not? I don't know. But, and that's kind of why I was like, okay, I, just, I was like pretty impatient. I mean, not like I was impatient, but kind of because I was just like, I don't, I know how my mind gets. I know how my brain works. I remember a while ago um, I, when I would tell my sister about my crushes and why I like I kind of struggled with dating. And she was like, she was like, okay, there's basically people who like to be hunted and people who like to chase. You have to figure out who you are. Because I don't like hunting. I'm not aggressive, you know? Mm. And so I was like, I guess I would chase, like being chased. But it's like, what if the person is not, he kind of sends me signals where he kind of wants to hang out with me, but he's not very aggressive either. And But I don't want to dismiss that as like, oh, he's not interested. Maybe he's just not aggressive. So am I just going to sit and wait forever, you know, and miss out an opportunity? Like, I just want to hang out with him. It's not like a big deal either. But I just realized I have to kind of, be a little bit more aggressive otherwise i'm just gonna my mind's probably gonna go crazy and create more things you know i don't know is that just me do, do you do this <laughs> yeah i guess i yeah i do that i gotta get back into my crush mind because like I, have, I don't have a crush on anyone on this side so i gotta i gotta but i'm trying to think the last crush i had no but the thing is with you that you first of all you crush on like five people <laughs> so you're kind of like man this is weird. you already have like five backups you know but i it's i don't know like it's harder for i mean i've had crushes on like two or more people before and it was only until recently i before i was super like monogamous with my crushes too i only had like one crush at a time for like years or something um but at the same time there's always one person that i kind of are more interested in and then when i notice that when i become more interested in one more that in one person the other crush fades really fast. So I basically only have one person to, like, focus on, which is... Maybe that's why it's easier for you to ta- to detach, because you have, like, five people. It, it could, it could, I don't know. There's been times where I've liked... 30? I've asked, no, no, oh. no. But, like, you know, I've asked a girl out, and then and then um, I asked another girl out for the next day. And then she's, oh, I've canceled. Can we do it the day of the first crush? I'm like, fuck, I'm crossing plans. Yeah. It could get really complicated. Yeah. And that's actually with Tinder, that's, I was only seeing like, was it two guys? And it was getting too much for me. Like, I was like, man, like, I can't juggle this. Like, I'm not, I don't have time, you know? Oh, yeah. You were, yeah, but you were like messaging like a million. Like, I remember well, we were messaging we, a million people. We were meeting to like, work on the zine our zine and then you were just on your phone working and i'm like oh that's fine you're just you know you're just messaging people you, you're pulling I out like, <laughs> i wasn't i was working on my phone like you said but um <clears throat> so anyway the reason why i want to talk about this is because i did notice that i mean we do talk a lot about being introverted and being nfps and stuff and this has always been like an ongoing ish- issue in my life because it, sometimes it bothers me Sometimes I'm cool with it, but I just, I just, like, when I tell other people, they're kind of like, oh, I understand how you feel, but they're like, you know, they, like, I'm getting less of that first of all, because everyone's, they have, they're, they've been in, like, all my friends are, like, in long-term relationships or married and stuff, you know, so it's kind of like, I don't want to talk about this with them, because I'm just like, like, you, clearly you didn't have a problem with this, so, you know, I don't know, um, <clears throat> and if people have advice to give me please send them here to us <laughs> yeah. yeah any advice yeah any advice on page with bobby fisher or general advice about being introverted 
and awkward, and, send yeah. it to send it to us. Our info is always on the podcast information. I mean, thingy. I feel like I don't even need. It's not even about Bobby Fisher. It's about let's say it doesn't work out with Bobby Fisher. It's, but I'm gonna probably run into this like later <laughs> somebody else. So it's like it's like how do I deal with it? Yeah. Anyways, that's why I want to bring this subject. And we got a message from the Penguin Ninja today. Oh. So the Penguin Ninja said. Happy birthday, Vince, and your story was great. I really wished you could illustrate it or have it made into a series. It was fun, and time travel is always a love of mine. Dude, thank you very much. Um, it is illustrated. Um, I did tell Paige that I would send her some of the photos of the book. So we'll, I'll try to post that up. It is illustrated by the 10th the tenth grade version of me. Ten, oh, not 10th grade. 10th grade, 10-year-old. Ten 10-year-old <laughs> version of me. Uh, yeah, thank you very much. Uh, we are looking for more, um, you know, old stories, childhood stories to read on the podcast. It was fun to read, uh, dude. If you have anything to read, if you have anything that you wrote, we'd love to read it on the podcast. Um, okay. But, dude, your worst humans of the week was messed up when you met, when you first mentioned they were overweight. I already knew your J was on. You used the you, <laughs> you used the weight to justify why they made horrible decisions because the guy was eating some food outside his car. Not cool. Keep up the podcast though. You guys are doing great work. Aww. Um so so the penguin ninja, you take Paige's side on this subject. Hell yeah. <laughs> you know what? I mean, I, I it was a week ago, so I admit I was probably being an a- I I guess I was being an you asshole. Were. <laughs> it was a case of me being an asshole but i think you know i think there's times when we're in situations and we just you know sometimes we're all assholes sometimes right it yeah happens. i mean we make bad judgments and a lot of times it's like i'm actually when people call me out on stuff obviously initially i'm like what but then i'm like you know what yeah you're right you know like i should not have said that i should not have thought this or whatever you know and that's just how we become like better people i think yeah yeah, um, I mean, I've, I'll probably do it again in the future. It, it just happens. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> and you have to realize too, like I'm, like I haven't, like you know, since I, you don't really see that kind of stuff in Hong Kong. So like now that I'm back in America, some of this seeing that spectacle could be jarring, right? Sure. <laughs> From that silence, <laughs> I feel like you're judging me. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, My all right. J mode is on. Just all right, all right, I'm continue. Okay. Okay. I get. Okay, let me see. Okay, so this is about um when you saw Owen Wilson. Okay. Um, I get seeing your idol or your favorite celeb in real life and wanting to go up to them and being friends with them, but then there is that stalker mentality. How would you think is the best way to approach them, if at all? I guess if I saw my favorite celebrity, um, damn, I don't know if there is any way to approach them without being creepy. Okay, because, like, Owen Wilson, I think he's cool and everything, um, but he's definitely not my, like, favorite celebrity, so I would I would probably just let him be. I wouldn't, like, acknowledge him and stuff. Funnily enough, today, so I was hang- so um, Flo's husband, because I had told them, I, I, was, I went to go meet them when I saw Owen Wilson, and then when we were hanging out getting drunk, we were joking about, like, oh, my God, what if, you know, Jason Schwartzman's at the Mandarin Oriental, you know, blah, 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 and then, um... The next day when I saw my friend who was staying at the Mandarin Oriental, I was telling him the same story and joking about it. Flo's husband told me today, he said he had completely forgotten, but two days after I told him that story, he saw Jason Schwartzman at the Mandarin Oriental. Huh. And I was like, they're, they're filming, like, I, I don't think it's going to be in Hong Kong. They're filming a movie. It's probably going to be like Shanghai or something, but they had a stopover. That was cool. But the thing is, if I saw Jason Schwartzman... Like, and he was standing, so he was saying, like, he saw him, and he was wearing, like, sunglasses, and he had, like, a beard, and, and at first he wasn't sure if that was him, but he was kind of looking, and then the guy, Jason, kept, like, looking back, making eye contact, so he's like, oh, it is him, you know? So if I saw somebody that I really liked, and he was by himself, I might approach them, and pull, I will ask them for, like, I don't know if I, but that's the thing, if I don't know, I probably would just go up to them and, hey, I just really love, admire your work, like, I, you know, love what you do or something, and just leave it at that. Because I don't, I mean, I can't even imagine, like, wanting, like, I was like, I don't really want an autograph. I would like a photo, but that's so, but it's like, if I go up to them and say, hey, I really like your stuff, and they're like, get away, then I know, okay, no no chance for me to get a photo or anything, right? But if it's like, they're like, cool about it, and it's like, alright, well, can I get a photo? Like, that. But only if they were alone. If they were with other people, I wouldn't 
do anything. Because first of all, I have a fear of approaching groups, so. <laughs> I, 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 I think I would just be like, hey, dude. I think he would, because they would know that you recognize them. Yeah. So I think I would just be like, hey, what's up? And that's pretty much it. Did you ever see that hilarious YouTube video where um, it's this, it's this YouTuber guy. He, 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 he likes recording the road while he drives his motorcycle. Okay. And, I, and I guess turned it into like time lapses. And so th- he recorded this one where he, he, he's just recording himself driving his motorcycle. And then like, I, I, so I guess he has a GoPro on his, on his um, camera, on his head or something. Mm. And so he's like looking to the left and looking to the right. And just randomly on the, when he turns to the right, there's a truck next to him and he sees Shia LaBeouf just staring at him. <laughs> and it's giving him this look. And so he's like, oh, hey man, how's it going? And he's like, uh, like maybe Shia LaBeouf says something to him. And he's like, yeah, I can't hear you because I wear headphones when I um, ride my, my motorcycle. And he's just giving him this look and then he just takes off. But it's like this, I don't know if Shia LaBeouf thought that maybe that guy was recording him or something. But it's obvious that he wasn't because like the camera wasn't even coming to him. But yeah, it, was yeah. just, it was just funny because you see the guy like he's just randomly looking around and then he just turns to the right. He just sees, he just sees him look, staring at him in the face. <laughs> I mean, if, it's, if I saw somebody that... Because if I, it was my favorite actor, like, or actress, I would obviously, first of all, respect the hell out of them. So I wouldn't run up to them and like, well, you know. So um, I would just, because I've gone up to artists and stuff where I like their work and I just kind of, um, I mean, I need some coaxing from friends and stuff, but I just tell them, I just basically just tell them I like their work and they're really nice about it. So I would, I think it depends on the setting. Like obviously with the artists, it's at their show or something. So that's totally appropriate. If, like, if I had seen Jason Schwartzman by himself, I might like smile or something, and then if it's, he's really far, I don't want to like run, you know, just to acknowledge him or whatever. And then if he was closer, I might say like oh, I just like your stuff, but I probably wouldn't even ask for a photo unless that like he seemed like he would be. He's like I don't know into it or like happy or whatever, you know what I mean? But it's just I just think it's just I mean you shouldn't like yeah. Fuck, I, I, I you know what I I actually don't get shy around celebrities. I get shy around bands. Like and not even famous bands, like even just local local bands but that I like a lot. Remember how shy it was with Turtle Giant, and now we're like BFFs. <laughs> <laughs> I re- I remember one time I was outside a gig, and like one of the dudes from Captain Ahab like saw me on my bicycle, and he's like, "Oh, cool bike." And I'm like, fuck. I was like, oh, thanks, dude. In my mind, I'm like, yeah. No, yeah. this happened to me. This happened to me, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, but the thing is, I, I fangirl over like anything. Anything I like, if you're famous, if you're not, I'm still going to treat you exactly the same. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so the letter, um, love the talk on the Myers Briggs. <laughs> I wanted to see if I could bring my circle of friends together or if it would be bad. Um, so, th- yep, thank you about the Myers-Briggs. We will, c- I think that will be another ongoing subject in this podcast and eventually we'll do a full episode. Um, yeah, you should definitely try bringing your friends together because we've always said like mixing groups together is always a s- kind of an awkward, scary situation, but for the most part, it always works out. A lot of times I feel like you kind of have to gauge the types of people because I think I mentioned this in the last podcast. Like, like when I had gotten random people together, I knew they were all very chill people. So they would most likely get along. There was no, like, strong personality that could be annoying. You know what I mean? Or, like, like you know, you have this, like, actually, I don't really have friends who are like that, who are really aggressive. But there's people I know of where you're like, fuck, I hope he's not there because he's going to ruin the whole night for everyone. You know what I mean? Where it's just like you have these strong personalities. <laughs> and those are the people we call our friends. No, no, no! I don't actually. No, 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 I was. I realized that I. I don't have any friends like that. But it's like people I know of. They're gonna ruin the whole night for everyone. <laughs> that's. I mean, yeah, they're with their aggressive behavior and they're maybe that's like my debating. I, that's my greatest like fear arguments. that I am that. My greatest fear that I am that guy. No, 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 you're not. Um, I don't like. But that's the thing. Like people, but it's almost in these situations when you bring random people, they kind of have to be like-minded in the sense. And by like-minded, I mean. They have to have the same, like, either chill vibes or they've got to be, like, really into arguing. Like, seriously. Like, there's some people, like, I've been in situations where people are arguing and I'm like, fuck, get me out of here. And they're, like, so into it. They're, like, they're, they love it. You know, the people who love debating, they, like, love this shit. Then you get, those people get together, you know? Yeah. Like, so, yeah. Um, so, the weather talk was pretty good until you were talking about how cold, in quotes, it is in California. I sincerely doubt West Coast knows what cold is. No, we don't. 
Big Bear. Big Bear gets cold. Your Tumblr says you're from Ohio. So I imagine it gets pretty cold there. But, you know, even us in the West Coast, we have feelings too. And it gets cold it's, in our it own gets way. It gets chilly. It gets chilly. Dips down to a chilly, crisp 50 degrees. Last night, I was complaining about how fucking freezing I was walking around at 11 p.m. Though, I was still wearing jorts and a t-shirt. So, you do have a point. Okay, see, that is your fault. That is your fucking fault. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, then this is about when I was podcasting with my coffee and um, the five-hour energy. Plus, you coffee drinkers are mental with those kind of symptoms. Please don't die. That's uh yeah, I had I, I had like a lot. I saying I'm reading this as I'm having coffee, so you know, it's it's funny today I was talking with friends and they were mentioning that so we're talking about coffee and energy drinks and how like it's not good for you and stuff. Their landlord the landlord recently told them, Yeah, you know, I'm cutting back my coffee to intake to about like, you know, six to seven cups a day. And they're like, Six to seven cups, that's a lot. How much were you drinking before? And he was like, Yeah, fifty cups of coffee and they're like, Fifteen cups of coffee? That's uh, and they're using no fifty five zero. That's a lot. And that's a we're lot. like, yeah. how the fuck are you? I'm just like, how the fuck are you still alive? I mean, yeah, I, yeah. I consider myself a heavy coffee drinker, but even 50. then, I, I will who probably, drinks fifty cups of coffee? Yeah, I mean, I think I drink at the most at the at my worst. Like when I was when we were working together, I think I would drink at least five a day. But if that's still a lot, I think five but, a day is a lot. It's like well, that's one, my, yeah, at my worst. But normally, yeah. probably like three Two. or four. That's on, almost five. Right now, I'm probably <laughs> drinking two a day. That's okay. Two is fine. Yeah. Um, um, I, I don't really drink coffee. I'm, it's, I actually try, and I tried to get into it, but I'm just not into coffee that much because, first of all, I can only take weak, shitty coffee anyway. Yeah. And then I think I just, because of that, I probably not, didn't get addicted to it. So I can, like, if I feel like I need it, I'll drink a cup. But if not, I'm fine. You know what? I miss, po- I miss podcasting with a beer. I, I want to... I want to have a beer while podcast. I'm going to try to do that next week, even if it's early in the morning. Really? Okay. I'll just do it. Yeah. I, I shouldn't at night. Well, actually, I, I could because I didn't. I actually had a beer earlier for dinner, but huh. I could because then I could fall asleep right after if I'm doing it at night. I don't want to drink during the day because then I get really sleepy. I did that on Saturday and I was like so tired. Um, <laughs> so he, oh, this oh, part oh of- my God. <laughs> I, I just realized. Yeah. Is it hard to follow his letter because we keep talking like for like. Ten minutes between. No, each no, sentence. no. It's an ongoing thing. Okay. It's fine. It's fine. It makes. I think it makes sense. All right. Okay. So, so, um, I thought the secret shop was cool. So, this is about your stamp shop that, that, okay. that you that you went to. You and um, Clivey. Clive. We said Evie. Oh, oh yeah. Where did you get Clivey <laughs> from? I don't. I don't know. So, this is about the stamp shop. This is about the stamp shop that you and Evie went to. Um. How do places market – how do they market their place because it's so exclusive? Like the secret yeah, – like <clears throat> I mean I guess it's word of mouth pretty much, right? Yeah. So actually because the reason why I found out was because my friends live right there and they were like, what's this place? And so when I told my friend Alice, she was like, she was like, yeah, I saw you went there. How did you know? Because it's so underground. It's so hip. Like I don't think she meant it in the way like how would you know? Because I'm like an expat I'm, and I think it's open by like locals. I think her friend like – like opened it or something so she's like how did you know and i think for me it was we literally stumbled upon it but since then it's been like people just blog about it so it's really yeah word of mouth um yeah i mean my, yeah like a lot of places i like like the smell my favorite music venue we drive by it in the middle of the day it just looks like some fucking i think it has like auto repair shop in the front and it's just some random looking shack yeah. So, like, you would never think it's a music venue unless you knew what it was. Like, but, I mean, it's just it's one of those kind of places. <clears throat> but at the same time, like, cause, so my friends and I had a discussion about it today where – so she was saying in, in Hong Kong, like, people really like trendy stuff. Like, that's why it's so hard to open a business, a long-term business in Hong Kong because people – like, you, they'll open a new, a new thing and then for six months it's, like, really, really – like popular everything and after six months like nobody gives a shit anymore so i think that's why these types of shops pop up because it's so exclusive it's so secretive but once people find out about it it's like no one's gonna give a shit anymore i mean i still think it's cool though but i mean i was kind of like yeah once everyone you're you're over it it, now like you never want to go back no no no, i do but it's just i do want to go back but it's just i just worried like how long will this last you know (laughs) because because part of the charm was that it was a secret shop but like um, but it's kind of, yeah, it's just like in Hong Kong, places change so often and stuff. So it's like, 
yeah, things won't last very long here. Yeah. So the Penguin Ninja, thank you for your letter. We love your letters. Um, Write us every week. Thank you. Yeah, thank you very much. Um, <laughs> the Penguin Ninja, he has a really cool Tumblr. So if you if you guys want to follow him, it's thepenguinninja.tumblr.com. And it's it's DA Penguin Ninja. So yeah, follow him. He's really awesome. He's really cool. This coming week is the kickoff of Christmas season. It's Thanksgiving. I'm actually going to two Thanksgiving dinners this That's year. Great. Yeah, because I, I told my I told my dad's side of the family like you know what I'll have Thanksgiving with you guys because I haven't had Thanksgiving with that side of the family for like ten years. Wow. So I'm like yeah I'll go and then my mom's side my or my mom's Thanksgiving we're, we're you no know, we're gonna have it the next day on Friday. Um, and then after that, I want to try to do the critical mass bike ride to, to like work off that double, that double feast. Critical mass, they do like, kind of like almost like monthly themed events or no? It is, it is monthly. It's like, it's the last Friday of every month. Okay. So it's, this isn't like Thanksgiving themed. It's just, it just happens. Yeah. But like, it's it's the one where everyone works off their, uh, Uh, their meal. I see. Yeah. Um. You know, for me, Thanksgiving is always a big family holiday. So ever since I moved to Hong Kong and clearly don't have family here, I always forget about Thanksgiving. (laughs) We tried. And now that you've left, I'm just like, I really don't give a shit about Thanksgiving this year. I'm just like, oh, okay. (laughs) We we tried to like say, oh, book reservations at this, um, you know, this Western restaurant to try to get something. And then, like, it'd be, like, two days before, be like, oh, we got to do it. And, of course, everything is booked. Yeah. However, I am going to get a Thanksgiving burrito tomorrow. So, oh, fuck yeah. Like, for me, at this point, I just miss Thanksgiving food. Because the one thing that's irreplaceable about Thanksgiving for me is, like, I need to eat with my family. And yeah. we have to be eating together. So, the fact that they're not there, I just don't really care about it. But, yeah, so I'm going to get – apparently uh, Little Burrow is doing a um, that Thanksgiving burrito, which I will let you know more about it Ooh. when I eat it. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Take a photo of that. Post it on the Tumblr. I will. You know, actually, I actually don't like turkey. You d- I don't like turkey that much either because it's really dry. Yeah, I just wish we would have roasted chicken for Thanksgiving. But you know what? Turkey with mashed potatoes and gravy and cranberry sauce – that I and stuffing and stuffing and eat it all together. That's totally fine. <laughs> no, but everything by itself yeah. is kind of dry. Yeah, everything else I love. I love the mashed potatoes. I love the yeah. oh my mashed god! Cheese, oh my god! Mac- Thanksgiving has the best dinner rolls. It's true. I just like the cranberry and then the, I just yeah. <laughs> Maybe I will. You know what? I will try. Okay, you know what? On Thanksgiving, I'll just get a Thanksgiving burrito and eat it by myself. It'll be great. <laughs> that, well, because that's the thing. Because like, like all of our Western friends that in Hong Kong, they're like British. Um, do I have any American friends? I don't. <laughs> so, and British people don't celebrate Thanksgiving. I don't think so. And then Canadians celebrate at like a different day. So. Yeah, I mean, if anything, I guess <laughs> Thanksgiving would be insulting to British people, right? Because it's like celebrating the people who left their country. <laughs> <laughs> Um, We're celebrating being away from you. Yeah, but yeah. So I, I think I'll just eat a Thanksgiving burrito twice this week. It'll be fine. Oh yeah, take a photo. T- yes. Take a photo. Instagram that shit or Tumblr that shit. Mm-hmm. All right. So um, I think that's a that's an episode. That's this, a wrap. That's a that that's that's a Thanksgiving burrito wrap. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> episode uh, sixteen. Episode. You want to say all the stuff this time? Since yeah. I always do it. Go ahead. Over. Oh, what am I saying? Um, the, the email, the phone number, the you Tumblr. You say it. Just say it. I don't remember any of it. <laughs> I just wanted to say Mutually Awkward, episode 16. You could contact us at 323-475-8410 to leave a voicemail or at mutuallyawkward at gmail.com or on the little message button on our Tumblr. Mutually Which awkward. is mutuallyawkward.tumblr.com. Oh, that's fine. Just interrupt me in the middle well, of my I had spiel. To, I had to, you know, I needed to say something. What? Which is that? I just needed to say something. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think that's a podcast. All right. Bye, people. Bye bye. Welcome back, winter once again. And put on your warm, fuzzy sweater because you'll feel much better when the snow falls.